Welcome to NTJ Pete's Talk, an educational podcast show that aims to give the most updated medical knowledge and approaches to common diseases in the field of pediatrics, including inspirational talks for the pediatric residents worldwide. The talks will be provided by our exceptional residents in collaboration with our esteemed consultants at King Abdullah Specialist Children's Hospital. Our goal is to help future pediatricians to lead the way to healthy child care. Stay tuned. Hello and welcome to another episode of NGHA Pete's Talk. My name is Yara Fallata, a third year pediatric resident in King Abdullah Specialized Children's Hospital. Burnout affects more than half of physician and it's on a rise. Statistically, it was found that physicians have the highest suicide rate of any profession. Residents who are burnout contribute to increased medical errors, depression, and adverse effect on patient safety. And that's why in this episode, we will discuss burnout wellness and resilience in residency, and how to move from surviving to thriving. To know more about burnout, I would like to welcome Dr. Fatuna Latebi, senior R4 pediatric resident here in King Abdullah Specialized Children's Hospital. Welcome, Dr. Fatuna. Okay. Uh, hi, Yara. Glad to be in your show. Such an honor. I think that every resident had to deal with burnout at a certain time during his residency training. But sometimes we don't know how to define what we are going through. Is it an anxiety? Is it depression? Or is it just burnout? And I think defining burnout helps in understanding the emotion that we go through. Burnout, well-being, and resilience. What does it mean, Dr. Fatun? Okay, so to help me with explaining these concepts, I would like to start with an example. Let's say we have Muhammad. Muhammad is a senior pediatric resident a husband and a father of two who had a very busy on-call and has slept only for 40 minutes or so. During the post-call round, the attending consultant asked Muhammad to perform a lumbar puncture for a new nate. The consultant was standing by. So Muhammad was so exhausted to the point of checking the needle entry site multiple times. Two trials of lumbar puncture failed um, and it was time to ask for the consultant help, who turned around and said, what a sloppy technique for a common procedure, how come you're a senior resident? with a look of disappointment on his face. So Muhammad could have handled the situation in three possible scenarios. Scenario A, he would feel ashamed. He would see this bad experience as a reflection of his whole training. While drowning in self-loathing and sense of failure, he would avoid any other opportunity for procedures. With this mindset, he would continue to feel like a failure. Focusing only on the negative aspects of training, he would go, only, um, he would go into a vicious cycle of discouragement lack of achievement and more negative experiences. He would be mentally and physically drained and he would end up burned out. Scenario B, he wouldn't take it personal. To him, it was just an unlucky experience and such a harsh comment. Vented to a friend and shook it off, uh, forget all about it, and that was the best thing to do. Uh, he had good awareness uh, skills for sure, but he would miss out on the chance of reflecting effectively on his experience, or even he would avoid such encounters, which, which will affect his training negatively. Scenario C would take uh, scenario B a bit further. So Muhammad took off the bad encounter, went home, went home and slept well, uh, woke up eager to learn more about that procedure that caused him sh- such an embarrassment, approached that consultant again, asked him about his feedback and what does he mean by slobby, and if there's anything he recommends to improve his technique. So see what Muhammad did there? That was the spirit required to bounce back in face of adversity. Approaching difficulties as challenges is the way to thrive through experience, and that is uh, resilience. 
So burnout defined as the unresolvable uh, job-related stress that would manifest in exhaustion and mental depletion, deep isolation and detachment, and sense of lack of personal achievement. I think a good example to simplify the meaning of burnout is that if you think of it as a bank account, it's not any a bank account, it's an energetic bank account. And in that bank account, you have three energies, physical, emotional, and spiritual energy. This account, you can have positive balance, uh, empty, and negative balance. So if you define your physical energy as the basic um, get up and go, and your emotional energy as the ability to be emotionally available and compassion, and your spiritual uh, energy, a connection to your purpose in, uh, in your work, uh, every single th- day that you work, you withdraw from this physical, emotional, and spiritual bank. So your job on this energetic level is to keep your bank positive balance. If this account is negative, this means that you are burned out. Burnout matters because it's common. Uh, almost 40% of residents uh, uh, are burned out, according to Medscape's National uh, Physician Burnout and Suicide Report released in 2020. It affects your well-being and quality of care. 10% of burned out residents admitted committing medical errors in the past three months. 18% of them are clinically depressed, 5% admitted suicidal ideation, and 1% commit suicide. That's almost 300 to 400 physicians a year. That's a physician a day. Uh, surgical specialties rated top specialties associated with burnout. Social and financial stressors correlated with a degree of burnout. And wh- when it comes to uh, risk factors, we can categorize risk factors as follows. We have physician-related factors, organization and workplace factors, and social and family factors. And the uh, physician-related factors, we have unrealistic expectations. One might think of training as an extension of med school and would expect their overall performance in training to reflect their GPA. Or they might think that they're fully prepared to start practicing their chosen speciality. Um, We have also lack of uh, um, sense of purpose, especially uh, when it comes to junior residents who would assume their role to be only to clerk and to report back to their senior residents or consultant. Feeling underappreciated, negative mindset, negative attitudes toward feedback, again, to them, if it's not great, uh, it's all bad. Uh, They would equate feedbacks to grade and they would overlook the feedbacks detail and reflection. In the uh, organization workplace factors, we have high workload, high administrative load. Some are overwhelmed because they're not oriented to resources, coordinators, or protocols, so they would end up um, doing other people's roles. We have stigmatization of burnout, negative uh, workplace interactions, including bullying and gossiping, lack of supervision and not feeling safe or supported, and we have the other extreme of lack of autonomy, and that adds to the lack of uh, purpose. And the social and family factors, we have isolation, so lack of social interactions and sharing others' perspective would mislead you into thinking that everyone is doing better. We have lack of social support that adds to the uh, isolation as well. We have social and financial stressors. Uh, After knowing what puts you in risk, it's important to know how can you handle it. Dr. Fatoun, what are the tips and tricks that can help in dealing with burnout uh, and thriving instead of just surviving? So after seeing all of these risk factors, we can say that we have 10 domains for possible solutions and practical tips. First domain is mindset, sense of purpose, and expectations. So medicine is one of the oldest respected professions. It's where science and humanity overlap in harmony and where science is used to save humanity. 
And when you see that artistic and spiritual side to medicine, you would um, know that it's more than a contract-based employment, and you don't need a pandemic to remind you of that. Your sense of purpose should be as strong as your belief in medicine and its important, uh, importance to humanity. Your self-worth as a junior physician has been set the day you chose this as a lifelong career. That's way before residency. So you can cultivate that sense of nobility from your parents' bright view for choosing to be a physician. Most of our achievements in med school are knowledge-based with some basic clinical skills. However, residency is more focused on the practical, uh, um, uh, clinical practical skills. It's a wider spectrum of medicine that encompasses updated knowledge, advanced clinical skills, reasoning and professional skills. It's a new concept to you that adds up slowly as you advance more in training. Keeping that in mind will reduce, will reduce defensiveness and improves attitude towards feedback. Don't mind the score as much as the details of the feedback itself. Use it as a guide to progress. Professional feedbacks are not meant to set value nor to be professional. Positivity is a skill you can master as well. Things are much easier when you see the good side to them. A difficult case can turn into an interesting, challenging one. Busy on calls can go a lot smoother if you chose to be in a good, accepting mood. People can sense your energy. It will affect the way they interact with you. Also, being humble, warm, and accepting is part of being professional. And trust me if I say, sense of humor sometimes help as well. The other domain would be self-care and time management. Uh, let's start with exercise and proper nutrition, although sounds like cliches, but not, uh, not at all. Positive effects of exercise are as real as endorphins, so exercise for 30 minutes and let me know. Uh, you should also avoid excess sugar and caffeine intake as it creates unstable um, energy levels, which impairs mood and sleep cycle. And if you have any doubts, please go and watch that film, Sugar. It's an award-winning documentary. And see how someone can go into clinical depression just by eating donuts and junk food for a month. Uh, to try to have a fixed sleep schedule to optimize your energy and mood, uh, and mood throughout the day. And when it comes to time management, we don't have like a real uh, sense of time sometimes needed to finish a task. We either overestimate or underestimate the needed time. Um, you may not have a lot of time during the day, but you can uh, do a lot uh, with utilizing the fractions of time you have over long periods. Also, scheduling your week prior eliminates confusion and sense of being overwhelmed. So try to include all of your to-do list. Try to uh, select a day to finish a presentation, another day for research, and try to set a daily uninterrupted study time, an hour or an hour and a half, when you turn uh, off all distractions and to get most of your um, uh, scheduled time. Doing your best doesn't meet self-denial all the time. Uh, try to schedule fun times for hobbies and entertainment and stick to them so you can recharge and function better. Once you do that, you would respect your um, uh, uh, set it, um, uh, uh, study time and you would break that not motivated enough to study, not studying them feeling too guilty to enjoy anything cycle. We've all been there. The third domain would be learning style and training in residency. So pervasiveness and experimentation is the most effective way to go about learning and training in residency. And as a pediatrician, you would know that children wouldn't be able to develop if they had adults temper towards failure or failed attempts. Falls are countless before the first steps. First steps are shaky and dependent, but all needed to start uh, the independent balance the steps. The ability to go uh, multiple rounds of trial and error without being easily frustrated is what sets accomplished residents apart from the others. So, and when it comes to choosing a learning style, 
Some people can read text for days, where others can um, or need the stimulation uh, of, uh, uh, or the task of problem solving to be uh, stimulated to read. Group studying helps as well to explore other styles of studying and allows an active way of learning through teaching and discussion. And goes without saying, you have the bonus of group motivation as well. Once uh, you find your most effective style and your favored resources, you would need less time going over many topics. However, the most important objectives of uh, uh, studying residency are, first, to master approach to common conditions. That will cover a few points of many topics. And you will know, and you should also know the, your way around answering uh, multiple choice questions by going over many types of them. They're also a good way to be intrigued to read more about the topics. Clinical skills, such as proper focused history, taking a proper focused exam, clinical reasoning skills, practice through differentials and approach. Uh, also, professional communication skills need to be practiced on the daily. Once you engrave these skills to your subconscious, your OSCE preparation time wouldn't take long. And you wouldn't do silly mistakes, such as forgetting to wash your hands during the exams, if you've, if you've already programmed yourself to do so. And needless to say, practicing these skills on the daily are the main objective of your residency training. Uh, most of the advanced and sophisticated practical skills are picked up during the clinical rounds. Things as subtle as unusual finding in clinical exam, or a way to deal with an angry mom, or how to explain a rare disease in Arabic are not in books. So always go inside, uh, especially when you're rounding with your pediatric team, uh, and try to do that for every patient. Uh, orders and notes can wait for sure. Um, also, teaching other motivates you to put things together in a logical order or, or a logical way to explain them clearly. Using more than one sense, vision while reading, hearing yourself explaining to others, using hands in writing and drawing also helps in retaining information better. Try to read the common topics per specialty in details while rotating in that department. Get most of the uh, uh, clinical discussion uh, times. Uh, cover rare topics by going over explained MCQs. We have BRIP, for example, for that specialty. And in general rotations, such as general pediatrics, ER, and ICU, try going over common topics of different speciality and answer MCQs of that speciality as well to get the sense of accomplishment. Uh, always take side notes while reading text. Notes are meant to be, um, to be used as a reminder of important, easily forgotten points, so you can go, over, uh, so you can go over them quickly uh, before exams. Don't just write the whole thing again. Uh, discussion during educational activities are invaluable, so don't miss out on these. In the fourth domain, we would take things a step further. So try to invest in an advantage that would add uh, to residency experience, whether it's teaching, technology, writing, research, or presentations. And um, I think we're blessed with different uh, uh, resident-based committees for teaching that promote different types of activities. So you will have another source of personal accomplishment and a different experience that can be or can turn into an extra qualification on your CV. And I'll use you, Yara, as an example. You're good at technologies. <laughs> and that's why you have like this podcast show, right? Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, the fifth domain would be dealing uh, uh, with patients. So effective patient-physician communication is a well-known guaranteed way to enhance patient satisfaction and to reduce lawsuits. When a mother of a nine-year-old uh, boy asked why she wouldn't sue her physician for malpractice, she said, I like her, she's nice, I won't sue her. So can you see how effective or and powerful communications um, are? Not only that, patient satisfaction contributes to physician satisfaction as well. Introducing yourself to patients and their parents, greeting them, calling them by, the, by their names, playing with the child and showing interest in the parents' concerns and acknowledging those concerns and assuring them uh, appropriately adds a humane value to medical uh, care. And as we see on the daily, once the patient sitter is happy, everyone is happy. 
Um, sympathy allows us also to see the deeper roots of human behavior. Once you can see that most of angry moms are tired or just worried moms, you would be able to depersonalize the conflict, approach them with sympathy and understanding to start teaming up for the common goal. That's for the patient's uh, sake. Uh, to seek these opportunities, try to work within your comfort zone until you're both ready and allowed to step out of it. Uh, you can start as simple as updating moms about that normal CBC in the morning. They will appreciate it and you will feel uh, helpful. The sixth domain would be relationship with colleagues. So to try and uh, to create an atmosphere of uh, support and tolerance, what should, one should start by tolerating oneself through being patient with oneself and others and not sinking into negativity, comparison and gossip. We're social beings, so opening up and sharing common residency struggles um, um, helps us feel related uh, through them and also would help with exploring different solutions that worked for some of us. Don't take anything personal. People have their own issues too. Grumpy and irritated colleagues may have underlying struggles that has affected their mental well-being. Try to approach the close ones to check on them and support them. However, bullying is not to be uh, tolerated. So try to get into the habit of expressing your concerns, including any stressing issues you face during residency via the proper channels, and seek support through mentorship programs, whether it's resident consultant uh, mentorship program, like the one we have, or even we can develop like a peer-to-peer -peer mentorship uh, program as well. The seventh domain is seniorship and leadership skills. So seniorship years are the time to uh, exercise uh, your uh, leadership skills. General pediatric rotations account for most of junior uh, year uh, rotations, and they are the most important rotations for senior residents. So guiding junior residents through setting goals and expectations, assigning rules to them also diffuses uh, confusion. Engaging juniors in patients' care through discussing management plan, giving them credits in front of assigned consultants and families would encourage them to be more involved and would enhance their sense of value as a, as a team, um, uh, uh, as team members. Um, as we know, uh, a smooth round saves time, so punctuality, delegating rules, proper communication, distributing patients, assigning interns to residents to help them, details as tiny as having, for example, two computers in the rounds, one for presenting and other, uh, so someone can, can start entering um, uh, orders while someone is getting the, the primary nurse can enhance team performance. Bedside teaching, covering important aspects of clinical assessment, discussion around real cases, then assigning the resident in charge to look for evidence-based updates are the main opportunities for teaching during rounds. Teaching also can extend into setting examples of proper communication with medical staff and parents as well. And even with good uh, uh, supervision and, and guidance, it's important to expect mistakes, fall-offs, uh, fall and to be tolerant and open to the new beginners, which adds to patient safety through encouraging honesty and also asking for help if needed early on. The eighth domain of, uh, of possible solutions um, is family and social uh, connections. Good social connections and support is the only scientifically proven independent happiness factors. And that's that based on a Harvard study that has been done over 80 years. So try to schedule fun time with close family and friends who remind you of the good and non-residency life. The ninth domain is workplace. Try to reduce that administrative load by preparing set notes for common uh, like uh, pediatric conditions, set order list, try to be oriented to your hospital resources, DPPs, coordinator, contact lists, and so on. Things are much easier when you know who to contact and what steps to take. Uh, the 10th domain, or the most important uh, uh, advice we have, is to know when to seek professional help and to do that. So mental health is not to be taken lightly. If you think any, uh, if you think you have any anxious or depressive symptoms, you should uh, seek and you should get also professional help.
Thank you so much, Dr. Fatoum, for this great um, tips and tricks. Um, so the Saudi Commission for Health Speciality is very keen to providing all the support to trainees on academic and psychological level. So they launched DAM, a program to support residents through their, traini uh, through their training. Uh, can you tell us more about the service? Uh, yes, so DAM is an initiative launched by Saudi Commission for Health Specialities that guarantees anonymous and free of charge professional health. You can go to their website, uh, choose that service, write your issue and choose uh, the service you want, whether it's psychiatry or psychotherapy. Then you will be provided with an appointment uh, with one of the Saudi Commission accredited uh, psychiatrists or uh, psychotherapists. Okay, and to add to that, as anything good in life, it takes effort to have a good residency experience. So. Uh, choose to make that effort to thrive, not just only to survive, be resilient and make the best of it.